Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Fiction with Hallie and Corman. This is episode two, and we're going to be talking about book tropes. So if you listened to our first episode, then we kind of gave you a get to know us and kind of gave you a preview into book tropes. Um, And we got a little off topic with episode one a few times, but we always circled back and that's what's important. And that's what 99% of this podcast is going to be. Oh yeah. So um, since we're talking about book tropes today, we wanted to go ahead and establish some segments that we're going to be doing on the podcast, um, which will be our currently reading. And then at the beginning of every month, we're going to do our TBR for that month. And if you're new to the book world, then TBR means to be read. Um, So we're going to start with our currently reading. So Right now, I am reading Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton. I am super excited. I've got tons of nonfictions to get to this year, and I just really couldn't wait anymore to read this one, so I am starting with that. Um, My currently reading is The Final Gambit by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. It is the last book, I believe, in the Inheritance Games trilogy, and it has so far has been very good. Um, I've not been able to read too much of it, but from what I have read so far, it is very good. If you have not read the Inheritance Games, then you are missing out. So good. For sure. I finished the series. Sorry, my tea almost fell over. Um, I am have finished the series and it's so good. And I'm okay, Sammy. I am so excited for Hallie to finish reading it and get to the end and let me know her thoughts. Yeah, I'm really excited to get into it. I always love when people read a book that I've already read and I can discuss it with them. Like um, one of my friends, Emily, has been texting me about Crescent City and asking me all kinds of questions. And she just has post-traumatic Sarah J. Moss disorder. And so she's having a hard time trusting some characters. (laughs) Another good example of me reading books after you is House of Salt and Sorrows by Aaron A. Craig. And you had all those little like annotations in it. And Mm -hmm. I was reading it. I was still freaking, I was freaking out. And I could just read Carmen's notes and be like, I can't trust anybody. I'm so confused on what's happening. Yes. I always, that's what I, so I guess I subconsciously, like whenever I'm annotating something, Like a book, I usually, if I know somebody else is going to be borrowing it, my annotations usually get a little bit more like craftier. And Emily's usually the one to borrow my books. So most of my annotations, sometimes there'll be like humor in there that probably only Emily would get. And so, yeah, some of those annotations are solely for her. (laughs) Because Hallie doesn't borrow a lot of my books. Most of the books that she wants to read that I've read, she has. Because yeah. we read a lot of the same books. We have we pretty much have like the same taste. Um and with the going back to the Sarah J. Moss thing, it's kind of come full circle because I read Throne of Glass and Akatar first. I was the first one to read them. Then I told Carmen to read them for at least a couple about a year. You tried to get me to read Throne of Glass for a long time. Yes, I kept telling her it's so good, Carmen. It's so good. Honestly, I was thrown off by the cover. Yeah, because the covers make them look like they're almost like not downing anime, but they look like they're an anime, and anime is just not my genre. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was really thrown off. And really, I hate the covers of Throne of Glass. But she is coming out with newer covers, I believe, in twenty twenty three. And I, I think saw they're them. out. Or wait, remember it's January. I think it's January of twenty twenty three, and I mean they look good. I just personally, I don't know if I'll get them. I kind of want to, like, find all the hardbacks, which would probably be impossible at this point, and order some, like, covers that I've seen advertised on TikTok. I want the Juniper covers that, like, the spines make a stag. Oh, yes. When they line up, they make a stag. And I want those covers so badly. Um, There is a store, shout out to Acrylics Art print on tiktok they make um they make a box set of akatar covers and they have you can buy just the dust jackets or you can buy the box set 
which comes with the books. Uh, the books have the dust jackets on them, and they have sketched edging, um, which make out the same image that's on the uh, spines mm-hmm. of the new dust jackets. Um, but I love my dust jackets. They have gold uh, writing for the titles on the spines, and then when you put them all together on your shelf, it makes out, you know, Valaris, which is actually some town in Sweden that we've all claimed as Valaris. But oh yeah, um, yeah, she's they're supposed to be coming out with Throne of Glass covers, so I'm really waiting to see what those look like, and I'm probably going to get them because I love my Akatar covers. Yeah, and then I read Akatar. And then she read it, and I was actually with her when she read A Court of Wings and Ruin, mm-hmm. and you started Kingdom of Ash, so very yeah. stressful. I don't know what made me think that was a good decision. It was not. I read Akawar, and then I read Kingdom of Ash. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that was a fun memory. So that's our currently reading. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to do our January TBRs. Hallie, would you like to go first? Uh, Sure. So, my January TBR, I don't usually go in any particular order. I usually just randomly select. But the first one on my list is going to be Small Favors by Aaron A. Craig, Mm -hmm. the same person who wrote House of Salt and Sorrow. So, I know for a fact I will be creeped out. And, fun fact, Carmen's actually already read the book, and she told me that it was probably just as creepy. It's like a creepy, I don't know, it gave me Red Riding Hood vibes. But it really isn't, like, I guess if you think plot-wise. Not as creepy. It's really not Red Riding Hood. But Mm. I don't know. It gave me those vibes. I don't know. She just has a way. Erin A. Craig has a way to creep you out. And that's exactly what I am looking forward to, but also dreading. I know for a fact I will definitely not be reading that book at night. Um, The next book on my list is going to be Among the Beasts and Briars by Ashley Poston. Another book that Carmen has also read. And that one I read in a day. Mm-hmm. It was an easy read. It it looks like a pretty short read. It doesn't look it doesn't look big, and the back sounds really interesting. So I'm really looking forward to reading it. Plus, the cover's pretty. The next book is The Witch Hunt by Sasha Payton Smith. <laughs> it is the sequel to The Witch Haven, and I am so excited for this read. Because I read The Witch Haven and devoured it. It was so good. And the premise was so good. And so I knew that the sequel was coming out, but I kind of forgot when it was coming out. And so I happened to like go into Barnes & Noble and I was like, oh, The Witch Hunt. And so I snatched that sucker up. And so I cannot wait to read it. I don't, have you, did you read The Witch Haven? Mm -mm. No. I didn't think you did. I could have sworn. A part of me was like, I think Carmen read it, but then I was like, no, I don't think so. I think she's mentioned it, but not read it. No. I've seen it on your shelf and talked about it, but I haven't But yeah, it. it was really good. And so <laughs> I hope the sequel lives up to the first book. I'm not holding high hopes because normally sometimes sequels, especially in a duology. Sammy just closed the door. Sammy had to open the door and then closed it on himself. <laughs> Anyways, but when it comes sometimes with sequels in either a duology or just in a series in general, it can kind of not be good. So I'm kind of curious about how this one's going to go. The next one on my list is titled I Fell in Love with Hope by, I think it's her author title called Lancoli. And I've followed her on TikTok for at least a couple years. And she actually published, this was actually her first book that she published. And it, on Amazon, and it blew up. Like, she sold, like, tons of copies. And so I'm really excited to read this book. Um, The premise sounds like something I normally wouldn't read, but I'm going to read it because she's my favorite author. And I'm real curious about whether it's going to make me cry or not because I have seen people who have read this book and they have straight up sobbed. So I'm really kind of dreading it. (laughs) Sammy's just being a pestering little child anyways switching from books we're gonna switch over to manga um the next one is i'm gonna be wrapping up hell's paradise by i hope i don't butcher this name yuji kaku and i'm gonna be reading volumes 10 through 13 and i know that sounds like a lot but normally when it comes to manga it's usually like 
they're not big at all. So I can normally bust through like a couple of volumes in a day. But yeah, I'm really excited to wrap up Hell's Paradise. It's creepy. It's good. And I can't wait to see how it concludes. And then finally, I'm going to be doing reading Snow White with the Red Hair, doing volume 16 through 20. Again, that sounds like a lot, but I'll bust through those because it's by Sorata Akiduki. I think I messed that up, but hopefully I didn't. But yeah, it's probably one of my favorite like fantasy shoujo mangas, which I believe shoujo is targeted more towards girls. It's got a lot of, I think it's more like slice of life and um, got a lot more romance. Romance is a huge contender for shoujo. And I believe shonen is targeted more towards boys because it's like, you know, action-packed and stuff. But this isn't a manga episode. I won't get into that. But yeah, we're going to read Snow White with the Red Hair and we're going to enjoy it. Carmen, what is your January TBR? Okay, so my January TBR, if I can get my paper. Okay, so obviously I mentioned earlier Beyond the Wand by Tom Felton. Um, so that's obviously on my TBR for January. And then I have Madly Deeply, uh, which is the Diaries of Alan Rickman. Um, both of those are going to obviously cover some Harry Potter things. And I'm very excited. I have a strong inkling that the Alan Rickman Diaries will end with me in tears at some point. I will be crying um, just because it's Alan Rickman and I love him with all my heart and soul. And I'll never forget. I remember the day that he died because I was in, I was a senior in high school and there was people in the hallway crying. (laughs) I remember the day that he died. That was crazy. Sad day. Um, so then uh, um, coming off of some nonfictions, I try not to do too many nonfictions in one month because I I like to read nonfictions, but if I read too many of them, I get bored just yeah. because I do like to read books that will help me like, you know, in quote, stay, like escape. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, nonfiction just don't really help with that. So I try to mix it up. Um, so my genres for January are a little all over the place. Um, so two nonfictions, and then I have Blade Breaker by Victoria Aveyard. Realm Breaker was so good, and I am a huge fan of Victoria Aveyard. If you listened to the first episode, then you would know that. Um, so I'm gonna read Blade Breaker. Blade Breaker. Yes. Um, so I'm excited to read that. And then I've got It's Not Summer Without You, which is the second book in the um, the, the Summer, Summer I Turn Pretty series. And they are filming season two of the show. So I need to read the book. And I want to try to finish the entire series this year, um, well, trilogy, to just have it all done by the time season two gets put on uh amazon prime but we'll see but i really am excited to read the second one because i just need to know which reading the first book it is a little different from the show the ending was very different from the show um well and like in the show they have the whole debutante party and that is not in the book Oh, that's not in the book. <clears throat> no, huh. none of that's in the book. So they changed it up for the show, but I can see why I don't think the book would have been as interesting in show form. There is like there's just there are some page to screen adaptations where things need to be changed. Yeah. Otherwise it's just not gonna be as interesting as mm-hmm. a show um or movie. So I can understand. Um but also want to read Second Summer of the Sisterhood, which is the second book in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants series. I had them on my TBR for 2022, and quite frankly, I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I really, like, overdid it on the reading goals for 2022. Yeah. And didn't set reasonable expectations. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to that series. That was the only series I didn't get to. Everything else was finished. So second summer of the sisterhood, 
And then Girls in Pants and Forever in Blue, which is the rest of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants series by Ann Bershares. Yes. So, and then I have, last but not least, I've read House of Sky and Breath, but I really don't think that I, I don't think a lot of it sunk in as much as I would have liked. I listened to the first Crescent City last year during tax season, and my office mate, which was my cousin Katie, had to deal with all of my Obviously, she couldn't hear the book because I had headphones in, but she had to hear my reactions to the book and had to deal with all of my outbursts. Uh, So um, that one, the first one, I remember every bit of the first one. And I don't remember as much as the second one as I would like to. And so because the book is humongous. It is large, extra large. So I think I'm going to try to listen to the audiobook this month. With my job that I have, it's hard to read a book, but it's so easy to listen to a book because I can have it on in the background while I work on things. So I have been listening to a ton of audiobooks lately. And so I think I'm going to put that on my audiobook list for this month. Yeah. And I... (laughs) I always knew that House of Sky and Breath was huge because everybody talked about it. And I know that you talked about how big it was. And I actually got House of Sky and Breath for Christmas. And holding it in my hand, it is heavy. And I was like, oh, gosh. I don't, I'm don't. i debating on whether or not to do the audiobook when I eventually read Crescent City because I've not read it yet. I liked the audiobook for Crescent City. It was very good. I really need to get into audiobooks. Because I feel like I can use them more, especially for school-related stuff. I can listen to them while I'm working on something. Yeah. Well, the woman that does the narration, I love her. She does the narration for all Sarah J. Moss books, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like her I like voice. Good job. She does good. Yeah. I think I don't think I would be good at it just because you have to do all the different, like, tones of your voice yeah because you have to deepen it for men and right and have different accents and yeah i don't think i would be good at it. i think i would end up forgetting what like if a character was reoccurring but not often reoccurring i would forget what voice i did for that character that's true that is very true <laughs> so i don't think i could do it but yeah yeah so that is all the books on my january tbr so that's eight books um, if they were all physical books, I definitely wouldn't get to them. Yeah, but they're about half audio, half physical. Um, Sister of the Traveling Pants books, I'm gonna listen to because mm-hmm. they're on Libby. The audiobooks are for like they're like nine hours to listen to, and I usually listen to audiobooks in like the uh, either 1.75 or two point speed, so it's twice the speed of what it yeah. is. So technically, it's only four and a half hours that's cool so i will have all that done so that is my january tbr Ta-da. Yay! it was very difficult deciding which ones to read i know so, some of these uh beyond the wand and madly deeply are on my 2023 tbr um like reading goals so i'm knocking some of those off um, I made a note in my phone that has all of them. And let's just take a look real quick. I have several. Yeah, as I was in my um, reading room last night, which is also the cat's room, um, just looking at my books, I'm like, oh gosh, what do I want to read? Because a majority of my books on my bookshelves are not read. It's a problem. Well, I did... So I've got a bookshelf inventory in Google Sheets where I can keep up with like how many books are on my shelf. And I, do that I my manga. calculated and only I thought that it was going to be a way bigger number, but only about 30% of the books on my shelf are unread. It's probably 40% now because I bought new books, but yeah. So it's, it's cool. not as bad as I thought, but this year's 2023 TBR has 58 books on it to some that may sound like a lot but to us we're like "Eh, it's not that bad but it's not 
solely because probably about half of these are going to be audiobooks. That's what I figured. Audio. So it's really not. It's probably only about 30 something. Probably not even now. Um, probably about 20 something that are going to be physical books. So that's not bad. Because a lot of these, about half of these are rereads. Yeah. And so I'm listening to the audiobooks of them. So, but yeah, 58 total. So we'll see. That's but that's good. two of them knocked off in January. So after January, it'd only be 56. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that right now. Um, so next we wanted to talk about um, a little trip Hallie and I did the other day. Um, so sadly, we did not make it for the 50% off all hardcovers oh, sale. No. I was very it sad. It saved us a lot of money. We got there the day after. I know. I was so mad because it was mon- it was Monday and Tuesday, and we went to the bookstore on Wednesday, and I was like, why couldn't they just do it like an all-week thing instead of just like two days? Well, so I don't we, know. They probably would have. But we just, we couldn't get up there Monday or Tuesday. And then um, we talked, I talked to one of the cashiers and she said that she could, she never saw the end of the line until that, until they were like closing. That's insane. And uh, one of my friends uh, posted on her Instagram story. She lives in a different state um, that she went and her Barnes and Noble was laid out similar to ours, mm-hmm. and she got one back at the bathrooms. <gasps> and that's like, oh, and, wow. and it wasn't a straight line from there to the bathrooms. It wrapped around like all that, all, all those bookshelves because like, it's like a maze. Yeah. That's crazy. There was that many people. Well, and I saw stressed. videos of people at the Barnes and Noble in New York City, the large one, the largest one, but like. Two or three story one. Yeah. It's the world's largest Barnes and Noble. And it was. Was the line all the way Great. Uh, see, that's one of my goals is I want to go to the Barnes and Noble in New York because it is huge. I could, I could spend a whole hour, hour and a half in there just yeah. looking. So, um, what's probably best that we didn't go for that sale. Yeah. We would have been there all day. But, but yes, Hallie and I went and. T- don't even think that the fact that we missed the sale stopped us from buying books. Oh my gosh. What? <laughs> 12 books total. 10 at Barnes & Noble. I bought two books at Target when we went to Target beforehand. Yeah. But I bought 12 books total that the other day. Problem. And when you like, <clears throat> I could barely almost like lift her basket. Well, that was because uh, one of the books I bought was The Order of the Phoenix Illustrated Edition. and. She's thick and she's heavy, and it was weighing down the basket. Yeah, I'll tell you how bad it was. As soon as we walked in the door, we went and got baskets because we knew we knew. that we were going to come out I there need, with loads of books. They need those small shopping carts like grocery stores have that are just like half carts. Yes, we need those. Barnes and Noble, if you're listening, take that idea and run with it. McKay's has them. Yeah, I know. Why doesn't Barnes and Noble have them? No. Um, I need to think about that. But yeah, so we're going to talk about the books that we got. We'll just name off our book hauls. So you may go first. I got Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, Mom and I have been wanting to read that one. It's a nonfiction. Um, and basically, it's just about setting habits and keeping them. So Mom and I have been wanting to read that. So I got that at Target. And then the other book I got at Target was Have I Told You This Already by Lauren Graham. Um, For those of you who don't know Lauren Graham, she is Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore Girls. She has another book. um, I'm trying to locate it on the shelf. Where did it go? Oh, it's called Talking As Fast As I Can. I couldn't remember. Um, And she talks about her time on Gilmore Girls a lot. Um, and then she talks about just her life and, uh, her time on parenthood and, um, the show parenthood. And, um, it was just very funny. And honestly, I don't think they had to do much of a stretch for her to portray Lorelai because while reading it, it felt like I was reading a book from Lorelai's point of view. Um, so if you like Gilmore Girls and you like Lorelai, then I suggest you read her books. Um, obviously I haven't read 
the new one yet, but she just came out with this one, and I think it's just like more stories. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. totally sure, but I'm very excited to read it. I love Lauren Graham. Um, and then the books I got at Barnes and Noble, obviously I said the Order of the Phoenix, um, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix Illustrated Edition. I have the others, so I have to get that one. Um, and then I got The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. I've had this before and then never read it, so I got rid of it. And I regret getting rid of it because now it's so popular. And so I bought it so I could finally try to give it a shot. Um, I also got The Elite and The Betrothed by Kira Cass. Kira Cass. Um, I've read the selection, and so I got the second book in the selection series and uh, the first book of a spinoff series. I'm so happy you're reading the selection. I read the selection, <laughs> like, years ago. Like, I think I read it, like, right before... I started reading it, like, right before... It was either right before the air came out or when the crown came out. But yeah, she told me she was going to read the selection. I was like, yes. I really liked the first one. And honestly, I can't stop picturing somebody did the fan edit. So if you watched, Hallie's going to get mad at this. If you watched Fate, the Winx saga on Netflix, Hallie watched the original cartoon growing up. So she will not watch the new one. No. I didn't watch. I watched bits and pieces when it would be on movies. But but I've never like watched watch the show, so I watched Fate, and I really liked Fate. Sadly, it got canceled. I'm so upset. Um, what is it with Netflix and canceling all the shows? Mm-hmm. But if I they- really liked the show, and somebody used um, so the girl who plays Bloom and the guy who plays Sky are actually dating in real life. Sidebar, but um, somebody used some scenes from that as America and. Maxon? Maxon. And which I can see. It's been a minute since I read the selection. But somebody used them and I was like, this is dead on how I pictured. So I if there's gonna be a adaptation. There is gonna be an adaptation. Yeah. I vote Abigail Cowan and I can't remember his name. But the guy who plays guy. Um <clears throat> so I got those. And then I got Babel. By R.F. Kwong, I think. Kwong. Um, that one's been all over my TikTok, so we're going to give it a shot. And then I got Along for the Ride by Sarah Dessen. I read another book by her, Keeping the Moon, and really liked it. And I had posted it on TikTok, and I'd gotten quite a few comments about uh, people that also liked Sarah Dessen books. And then Along for the Ride is actually on Netflix, I believe. And it said it was based on a book. And when I looked up who wrote the book and it said Sarah Dessen, I was like, well, I cannot get this book now. So I'm going to get the book. All right. I'm going to read the book and then I'm going to watch the movie. I haven't watched the movie yet. Um, But I really liked Keeping the Moon by her. And so I feel like I'm going to like along for the ride. Um, And then this has also been all over my TikTok and I have resisted for months from getting it because. I tried to read The Vampire Academy because I was a Twilight fan, and I didn't love The Vampire Academy. The movie adaption was not really the greatest, and I don't love the casting for the movie or for the show. Like, I think I liked the casting for the movie better, Mm -hmm. Um, so I haven't watched it, But and I didn't finish the series when I was reading it. But anyways, I got... Crave by Tracy Wolf. And so I've been resisting buying it because I think I just kind of had a fear that it was a ripoff of The Vampire Diaries or Twilight. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but I've heard so much about this book all over my TikTok. It's not even funny. So I bought it. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, it's been all over my book talk <clears throat> feed. Everybody's talking about Crave. And I'm like, what is it even about? Yeah. So then I also got. Shatter Me by oh Tahira Moffey. So I read Shatter Me. I had the whole series. And I didn't love it. It wasn't my favorite book. To me, it felt a little corny. But here's I th- said the same thing about A Court of Thorns and Roses and then decided to read A Court of Mist and Fury anyways. And I it, made her read it. It 
turned the series around for me. And so I'm really hoping that the second Shatter Me book will turn it around for me. So I got the first one so I can reread it. Um, they didn't have the second one, so I'll have to order it. So I'm giving it a second And I'll put my two cents in on Shatter Me. I had the whole series. Like I had almost the whole series. Um, I even had like some of the little novellas that they had. And, but I got rid of it before the final one came out. And here's the thing. At least you got through the whole book. I didn't even get through like the first two chapters because for me, it was that corny. And I've heard, I've talked about it before. I was like, I got rid of Shatter Me because I didn't think it was good. And a lot of people have told me you need to wait until the second book. The second book is really good. And so I'm like, nag. And Shatter Me is all over my TikTok feed. So I'm like, okay, well, if tons of people are reading it and tons of people say they love it, is it really that bad? Or is it really that good? So we'll see. Um, and the last book I bought at Barnes & Noble was White Stag by Cara Barbieri. Um, and then I told Hallie when she got down here, I did order some books off of Amazon. So I'll just give a quick list of those. Also, White Stag. It sounded interesting from the back, but the front said it's a Wattpad story, and I loved After by Anna Todd, so I'm hoping to be heard again by another Wattpad story. So we'll see. I'm not, like, I don't have high hopes, but it looked interesting, so I bought it. Um, And then quick rundown of the books I got from Amazon. I got I Choose Myself by Deep Tea Vimpati. All my love is blind fans out there, I'm ready for the tea. I'm ready for the tea. Tell all about Shake. Um, then I got The Kiss of Deception, The Heart of Betrayal, and The Beauty of Darkness by Mary E. Pearson, which is the Remnant Chronicles. And oh, via a TikTok, was told that it's the prequel series for A Dance of Thieves. And didn't know that Dance of Thieves had a prequel series. And I haven't read Dance of Thieves yet. But this Neither girl said that she read it and was very confused and it was only okay. And then she figured out why she was confused, and that's because there's a prequel series. I had no idea. So, got that. And nobody talks about it. No. And then I got Anastasia by Sophie Lark. So, this <gasps> is a new book, and it's supposed oh, to be about Anastasia. I want that book. And we are lovers of Anastasia in this family. We went to see the Broadway musical this year. Oh, lovely. I cried. Um, and then, this is going to be some shout-outs to my TikTok author friends. Um, so I got Ending in Cadence, uh, The Markings and Spellbound, Spellbound Lies by Katherine Downen. Um, we've been friends on TikTok for a while now and I just, I've never had the money, I guess, to buy our books or any other books. So I'm finally getting to all of my TikTok other friends. Um, so I got those. I'm very excited. She t- posts about them all the time. So I can't wait. Um, and then I've got Realm of Shadows and Flame by B.L. Talley. Again, just have never gotten around to getting the books. Um, and The Ambrosia Throne by Tati B. Alvarez. Same thing. Um, so, and then last I got Maggie Smith by Caroline Fevrier. And there's another Harry Potter actress. Miss Minerva McGonagall slash the Dowager Countess from Downton uh, Abbey. And yes. I love Maggie Smith. She is one of my favorite actresses. Um, and so I'm just very excited to read a book about her. So yeah. Hallie, what does your book haul look okay, like? Okay, so my book haul, I got one. Eight books, so less than Carmen. Um, the first one that I got was House of Salt and Sorrows by Aaron A. Craig. Like I said, I've already read this book, but um, when I read it, I actually borrowed Carmen's copy. And so I really wanted my own because it was really good and to have it on my shelf. And hopefully I may or may not get around to rereading it before the sequel comes out, House of Root and Ruin, which me and Carmen are both really excited for. Um. Then I got Six Crimson Cranes by Elizabeth Lim. It sounded really good. And also, the one thing my mom loves to do anytime I take her to the bookstore, or well, no, she takes me, 
she'll point out to all these covers and like, oh, those are pretty. Those are pretty too. She she looks at the pretty covers and then we'll look at the back of the book and be like, oh, that sounds good. So she showed me six crimson cranes and said, this set, this cover's pretty. And so I read the back of it and I was like, hmm. So I'll I try I'll try it out and hopefully it's good. And then also like Carmen, I also got the Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Um, I also <laughs> had this book years ago years a couple years ago and then got rid of it because I didn't read it and then also like Carmen I regret it because now it's really popular and so I repurchased it then Carmen's all really excited I got this I got King of Scars Yay. by Lee Bardugo and because it's all about Nikolai we stand Nikolai oh, in this household and so I'm really excited to read it and I kind of hope to get around to it before the second season of Shadow and Bone comes out, which we will definitely be talking about on this podcast. Ben Barnes. Then, that, then I also got um, Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sue Lin Tan. And I have been looking for this book for months. It was all over my like Instagram, bookstagram, if you want to call it like that. And the cover is so pretty and it sounds so good. And I just happened to look at Barnes and Noble and anytime I've been there, they've only had the second book and, and because it's a duology. And so I finally found it on a table and snatched that sucker up. I also got um, A Winter's Promise by Christelle Dabos, which you have. Um, I'm looking at it right now. And the back sounded really good, and the cover's pretty also, so even better. And I believe it's a series, I think, A Winner's Promise. It's a series. It's a trilogy, yeah. yeah. And it was recommended to me by Fiona. Fiona, if you're listening. No, okay. She loves this series. And then I also got another book that has been on my book talk before is These Hollow Vows by Lexi Ryan. And I, the cover artist who did the cover is really familiar. I can't remember their name for the life of me, but they've done a cover on like tons of other books. I think they did the cover for An Air Comes to Rise. Maybe, possibly. I think they, and I think they did the cover for um, Sorcery of Thorns. Enchantment of Ravens. Maybe. I don't know. But the back sounded really good. It's got Fang in it. So I'll gladly jump down that rabbit hole. And I, I don't know if it's a duology or not. It might be. Um, and then finally, I got, um, we're switching over to manga. I got Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 22 by Sorata Akiduki. Again, I'm obsessed with this series and have been wanting to get that volume for quite a while. And I'm hoping to get caught up before the next volume comes out. And that is my book haul. Okay. So now we're going to move on to our official episode theme. And that is book trips. So I've oh, listed out some book trips. Did you list out any? I listed out a few, but I think most of them will come to me whenever... We get some that might be on my list. So we're just gonna do some yay or nay the book trips and then we'll have a brief discussion. Okay. So enemies to lovers. That was the first one on my list. Yay! Yay. We love enemies to lovers. Listen, nothing beats it, especially if it's got a slow burn. Oh yes, one hundred percent. We love a good slow burn, but we also sometimes hate it. Because we're like, just kiss already. I know. But I, it's better. I think, to me, though, I would rather the slow burn than enemies to lovers that instantly get together. Yeah. I need the slow burn to make it yes. worthwhile. Um, friends to lovers. Nay. Uh, it's, here's the thing. It depends on what we're talking about. I know why you're saying friends to lovers. Yes, I but nay. I agree that it depends, but majority, nay. Yeah, I think it depends on what you're reading and whether it's written well or not. Because here's the thing. If you do a friends to lovers and the two characters, if they have great chemistry together and 
um, to the point where they could be a couple and it be completely fine, then yes, that works. Yes. However, if you have a friends to lovers where they have no chemistry, but you practically force them to be together, then it doesn't work. What is an example of your friends to lovers? Elena and Mal. Yep, that's I mine. I don't like it. I would have rather her. See, okay, so here's where it could have gone better. Yeah. Elena and Nikolai would have been friends to lovers because, I mean, they were friends. Yes. They weren't enemies. Yes. But they would the chemistry would have been so much better and Nikolai was so much better. Mal contributed nothing and until the, the end. But even then he still contributed like we could have done without him. Um here's the thing. Elena he, had three options. So he contributed if you read the series then you'll know. He contributed at the end, but other than that, he did nothing. Yes. I didn't like Mal. And he I was fan. I can't remember if I don't remember correctly or not, but he was pretty mean in the in the he second was. book. He was. He was a dude. And here's the thing: what drives me nuts with Shadow and Bone is once again we're going. Is she had Elena had three options. She had the Darkling, which yeah, he's evil. But I mean, come on, you got it's the Darkling. Then you have Nikolai, who's just Nikolai. He's a prince, for crying out loud. And they were great. They would have been great friends to lovers. And then you've got Mao. You yeah. see my point. <laughs> it was like, just nothing. I've compared it. So <clears throat> you've got it's kinda like if for my vampire diaries fans, it's choosing between Damon, Stefan, and Matt Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> and she chose Matt Donovan. And that is the wrong choice forever. <laughs> the wrong choice between those three. She let like you've got Damon Salvatore, the Darkling. Yes. Stefan Salvatore. Nikolai. And then you've got Matt Donovan over here. Mal. Like, Go thumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I didn't get through all of Vampire Diaries. I stopped it like season four, but yeah, I definitely understand. I mean, personally, I'm a Damon girl. <laughs> I just, listen, okay. So I made a TikTok about this, and some people got really mad at me and were like, Are you kidding me? Clearly, you haven't read the books. The Darkling was such an awful person. He killed people. Okay. So explain to me why these people shipped Damon Salvatore. He killed lots of people. Oh, yeah. He did. <laughs> he killed lots of people, but we still like him. Like, people got really mad at me, and I was like, actually, I have read the books, and while reading the books, loved the Darkling. We always like, loved the Pre Ben Barnes. I read the books the before guy. the show even came out. Pre Ben Barnes. Yeah. This is before, this is before Ben Barnes was even cast. Mm-hmm. Pre Ben Barnes, I loved the Darkling. Yeah, but that's my go-to trope is enemies to lovers, so that's probably where that came from. Mm-hmm. I really was convinced. But yes. you want to talk about? Um, okay, this is a yay or nay. The pregnancy trope. Oh, that was next. Oh, we're on the same wavelength. wavelength. That was next on my no. Big nay. 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 Times I like infinity. It. I like the announcement of I'm pregnant. Yes. And I like the once we have the child phase. Yeah. But I just don't like the pregnancy trope in it, general. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. You know when you hate this this trope so much, you can definitely if you've read Wattpad, it makes you hate this trope. I just don't I don't know. So, I feel like I don't know. I feel like you watch or you read to escape. Maybe it's just because the pregnancy trope hits too close to reality. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> um, one of the tropes that's a yay or nay for me. Um, oh, gosh. What was it? It was back when. Did you ever read? I don't know if you did. The one where, like, the girl is, like, poor and she gets sold to a band. A band? Yeah. Was that on Wattpad? Yes. <laughs> was it One Direction? Yes. It actually was. She was. Reading, was she reading at the concert? And they noticed that she wasn't listening to the music. They thought she was unique. So they brought her up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I those love, are... I love the videos, like the TikToks, people making fun of those. They're pretty funny. Those and, like, the mafia tropes. Oh, God. Like, I can't. 
That just made me think of 365 days from oh, Netflix. Sweet. Those movies. Listen, I know there a lot of people like those movies, but I watched them. I only got through the first two, and I barely got through the second one. The plot is not there. There is, it's not there. It only Lots serves of plot holes. It only serves for like one thing. Lots of plot holes. He's very good looking, and he should play recent. When he first came on the screen, I said, "Okay, there's my whole Lord recent." He looks fantastic, but to me, red flag number one is walking out into his living room and seeing a giant portrait of myself. When he's only seen me once. That's yeah, no. so weird. I thought that was so weird. I was like, okay, I get like he's like obsessed with her or whatever, but that's so weird. Even if I was like married to a man, I would not want a giant portrait of myself yeah. hanging in his living room. I don't know. The Wattpad phase for me, which was back in middle school, I like to purge that from my brain because Oh boy. I can't I can't knock Wattpad because after it was one of my favorite series and that was a Wattpad story and that was oh, a Harry Styles yeah. fan fiction. Yeah. But see, that was a fan fiction that was it was very loose though because he doesn't I mean Harden doesn't sing. He's not in a band. Yeah. It's, He's British and he has the same tattoos. That's where the analysis ends. Yeah. Um about the one bed trope. Oh my gosh, that was next on my list too. We are of one mind. <laughs> I do like the one bed trope. I do too. <clears throat> I usually like, I think it's become predictable, but I like it. Like, um, Especially I'll read if a book. About it. I'll read a book now. And when they go to stay at the end, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here comes, here comes that one, one bed, bed trope. trope. It's, it's <clears throat> a classic. It's a classic trope. I like that trope. I, like I said, I think it's come, become predictable. You can see where it's leading. But it makes me, like, when I see where it's leading, I get excited. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. Buckle up. What about the one that's where it can be reversed either way, whether the prince falls for his bodyguard or knight or the princess falls for the knight or the bodyguard? I say no because I think it's predictable and cheesy. Okay. And yeah, I don't I like that. the predictability. It's a no for me because I think because it's used – so often that it gets old and it gets yeah. predictable so yeah some of these tropes some of them don't get old like the enemies to lovers because it's done well but some of the other ones they get old because people use them all the time yeah um like for example a trope that i've used i don't really know if you call it a trope but i'd say it's more <laughs> of a characteristic but i've seen a recently especially since like book talk and like sarah j moss and all that stuff Faye have like been in like an almost every single book that I've read. Faye's really big right now. Fantasy's really big right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> fantasy and mystery, I think, are the big ones right now. Yeah. Those right. are pretty big ones. Um, Star crossed lovers. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Yay. There's a show I used to watch. Gosh, I, I can't even remember the name of it now. Never mind. Maybe I shouldn't talk about it because I don't remember the name of it. Well, let me talk about it. If you remember the name of it, let me know down below. It had the guy who played Liam in the 90210 reboot in it. And he was an alien. And, I, oh, it was called Starcrossed. <laughs> Never mind. It was called Starcrossed. Came on the CW. And or was it? I thought it was Roswell. <clears throat> no. There is Roswell, but that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. It's an then old I'm show. Confused. It's an old show. It got canceled, and I was so upset. Um, so he was a, aliens had come to Earth, and they were kept in this like um, encampment thing. But he had met the girl, the human girl, when they were kids, and so then he like sees her again, and they're like star-crossed lovers. It's a whole thing, but I loved that show, and it got canceled, and I was so mad. Um, but I like that trope. I think it's a cute trope. I also think of Outlander when I think of that trope. Oh, yeah. I think it's cute. Is Outlander still going? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I remember when that show I've only read on. the first book, and I've only watched the first season. I just, I couldn't get through the second book, and I can't get through the second season, and I need to just push through, because it gets really, I've heard it gets really good. Everyone tells me you've got to just push to the second one because the second one's kind of dull. It's just all the 
dealing with the, I don't know, setup of it, I guess. And all the time they spend in Paris is kind of boring. Yeah. So it's just a lot. But, um, yeah, I like that trip. Okay. Love triangle. Yes. Yes. I love being kept on my toes. I love it. I love it. And when I hear love triangle, I know it's, well, it is a book, but I've never read the books. So I always think of the vampire diaries. Oh gosh. Every time that trope is mentioned immediately in my head comes Stefan, Damon, and Elena. But another one that we could mention, but was it really ever a competition is Katniss, Gail, and Peta. Uh, was no, it really that was not a competition. competition. It was a love triangle. But we all it, knew immediately who she was, was going to pick. Less of a love triangle, more of a love line. Because Gail just kind of made it easy for everyone. Yeah. Um, I don't like Gail. He has pick-me syndrome. Um, well, and then I guess you've got Edward, Bella, and Jacob. And then you've got um, Jace, Clary, and Simon. Simon. Before. Mm-hmm. The world got changed, and they well, said, and Jace Will, is your brother, and I was immediately like, oh, uh, what? That was wild. Also, speaking of mortal <laughs> instruments, I don't think your mortal instruments are in order. They're not. Okay. I had I to about, take them off the shelf. I was about to say, I thought I was going crazy. I was like, I thought City mm-hmm. of Ashes was second. <laughs> it is. I had to take them off the shelf, and I, I didn't put them back up there, and then I was too lazy to fix it. It's okay. Um, It's fine. Also... Uh, Will, Jim, and Tessa. Oh, <gasps> uh, yes. See, here's the thing. I loved the Infernal Devices. I loved it. It was so good. I read it first. I read it before I read Mortal Instruments. Because here's the thing. I read City of Bones back in sixth grade and then quit about halfway through. And then, like, a couple years ago, I decided to get back into it. And I read it in, like, chronological order. So I read... This was before, like, the Chain of Gold stuff came out. So I read the Infernal Devices first, then I read Mortal Instruments, and then started to read the Dark Artifices, and then stopped it I after the second book. I love the Dark Artifices. I stopped after the second book. I say that Mortal Instruments is my favorite just because it was the one that got me into it, but I love, love the Dark Artifices. I think the reason why I quit was because anytime I read a Cassandra Clare book, I always went into a reading slump, and I don't know why. So I kind of just like stopped. I loved the dark Um, forbidden love. Yes. 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 Again, slow burn. Oh Ooh, yeah. The tension. Mm-hmm. The tension. I want to include somehow in my fantasy series that I'm writing a forbidden love trip. I just love the tension somehow, especially I, when they're ooh. like in the same room, but they can't like be with each other because there's other people in the room and it's forbidden like oh, oh. i love it i love it i love it i love it just makes you get um, all giddy the last one is fake relationship mm, that's kind of hard i'm gonna personally say no i say yes if it's done well like ally hazelwood has been rocking with it I, I think the only reason the love I, hypothesis was amazing. I think the only reason I say no is because it's predictable. It's I mean, predictable. You know it's and I've not really read any books that have a fake relationship. So I, I say yes because I think since it's predictable, it gives like tension. And, and waiting to get to that waiting point. for it. And it's yeah. just beautiful. I like it. That's the only one we've, like, disagreed on. I think it's nice if it's done well. Like, Allie Hazelwood has done really well with it. I'm just afraid that with, like, a fake relationship scenario, it's going to be cheesy and corny because it is so predictable. Yeah. Honestly, the love hypothesis kind of kept me on my toes. I was kind of worried for him for a couple. There was a couple times where I was kind of worried that um, this isn't going to have the ending, I thought. Do you have any more tropes? I don't think so. Okay, so now we're going to, I know there's tons, tons, tons more tropes. Um, And if you would like a part two with us discussing more tropes, um, just, you know, leave a comment. Tell us what tropes you'd like us to discuss. Tell us what tropes you'd like us to discuss, and we'll make a part two. Um, There's lots of tropes. Um, 
so now we're gonna play a game um so this is enemy lover friend so that's like fmk um and so we've each come up with three sets of three people so we're gonna take turns and so when i ask hallie she has to give me her answers and vice versa so you can go first darkling the darkling rowan and kayal Okay, well, first off, enemy is Kale. First of all, no one likes Kale in this house. Kale. He's like charcoal. Stale Kale. He's so stale. Oh, gosh. Carmen, when she was reading Queen of Shadows, she hated him. And I was like, yep, he's mad at my butt. Um, She's boring, too. Oh, gosh. Darkling and Rowan, you're really Lover trying to test me. And friend. Uh, oh no. I think I would be friends with Rowan. Ooh, we have the same answer. Because I think we would both have to keep Aelin in check. <laughs> I, so. And then that, lovers with the Darkling. My idea from this was I would definitely have to be friends with Rowan because Aelin would light me on fire exactly um but also the tension with the darkling enemies to forbidden love okay all right next one this one's gonna kill you so jameson uh grayson uh, or nash (laughs) the three hawthorne brothers there's more but those are the three main ones that people have feelings for dog okay okay well lover is jameson because <sighs> tall dark and handsome yes please mm-hmm. um mm, i think i would make nash my friend and grayson my enemy just because uh, i have a love-hate relationship with grayson right. um hmm. asriel <laughs> man no. Azrael and who? Manon. Okay. And A. Oh, no. <laughs> Which one are you making your enemy? <laughs> it ain't gonna matter who, because I'm dead either way. Um, okay, Azrael's my lover, because here's the thing. When it comes, here's the thing. I've always been an Azrael lover. Ever since I read the book, I was like, oh, he's broody. He's mysterious. Yes. Um. He has no personality yet, but TikTok has given him a personality. I know. Sarah, that's always been one of my weirdest gripes with Actually, Sarah. No, let me let me rephrase. Caven has given him a personality. <laughs> Caven yes, is and she's talk. just emphasized Cassie's personality. Um, Friend and I, enemy. Enemy. I'm going to say Manon, because I feel like if I made Aelin my enemy, I would be dead within seconds. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd I feel be friends like with Aelin's going to hold a, like a vendetta. Yeah, like no. no other. I just don't understand. I'm just trying to figure out what would Man- what would Manon hate me for? <laughs> what would she hate me for? But yeah. Anyways. All right. So, yeah. So, final answer is going to be Azriel lover, Aelin friend, Manon enemy. That's hard. Aelin would be a good friend, though. Yeah, that no. would be such a we fun would, friendship. We would cause so much chaos together. Such a fun friendship. You could go heckle. Uh, Kale. Uh, no. Uh, oh, gosh. What's his name? L- Lorcan? Lorcan. I almost said Lorian, and I knew that wasn't Lorian. right. Lorcan. That's Dorian. You could go heckle Lorcan. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, gosh. Um. See, I've got like more than I've got like quite a few because I was really hard to choose. So mm, we're gonna go with Manon, mm-hmm. Tamlin, and Atlas from It Is With Us. Okay. Um, well, enemy is tampon. <laughs> enemy is definitely tampon. Um, tampon. What were my? What was it? It was Manon, Tamlin, and Atlas. Manon is my friend. Atlas is my lover. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because Atlas is so... All he'd have to say was me. You don't have to keep swimming. We've reached the shore. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Be still my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
I need to think of a different person for this one. I'll think of it on the fly. Jameson. Mm. Percy. Jackson. <gasps> oh, no. Or... Jim. Mm. The Infernal Devices. Okay, well... Jameson. Percy. All right, so I'm going to go with Lover for Percy, because... Mm. Percy Jackson was my childhood crush, so it's very easy for me, and I loved him when I read the books. Friend, I'm going to go with Jameson, because, I don't know, I feel like we would just have fun solving puzzles together, and I'm sorry, Jim, you're going to have to be my enemy. <laughs> well, you can, he's a, he's a silent brother. Yeah, technically not, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depends on what what period, what era are you? Okay. If we're gonna go with if we're gonna go with pre Silent Brother, we're gonna go okay. Then Enemy he would destroy you with his violin. <laughs> um. Okay. I had Verity down from House of Soul and Sorrows, but that one just didn't. Her her character didn't flow with the other choices. Oh well. Okay. I had a few others, but I didn't. Don't really know how to. I just wrote down a few so that way I could pick and choose. One of my choice, one of the choices that I was going to give you, but then I changed my mind. I think you have one more. Oh, I have one more. I give you three. Okay, so. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Recent. Uh huh. Elaine. Uh huh. And Rowan. Uh huh. <laughs> well, enemy. <laughs> Is uh, Miss No Personality Elaine over there with her hedge clippers? Um, <laughs> hedge clippers out there in the garden. Rowan and Reason. Yeah, the double R's. <laughs> um, <sighs> um, let's go with Rowan. Okay. Um, I would have went the opposite. Never mind. Let me let me change it up. Yes. Okay. Recent because Favor ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> because she hasn't done anything yet, so she's yeah. not gonna do anything now. So let me change that because Aileen would beat me. Um, and if Rowan's my friend, then um, Aileen is my friend by happenstance. So then her and I can go out and cause chaos. cause chaos. And also Rowan could teach me how to fight. I already know how to read, yeah. so I don't need reason for that. <laughs> I already know how to read. Um, yeah, Pharaoh ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, if honestly, if Pharaoh wasn't in the picture, I would have been like, oh, reason does love her. So I feel like he treat me right. I feel like definitely an upcoming if if I had reason, there would definitely be an upcoming scene where at some point we're flying around and he's singing, I can show you the world. <laughs> wonder by wonder. Definitely going to be singing the song from Aladdin. A whole new world. Yes. At some point, that's, I mean, that's just the vibe that he's setting. That's the vibe he gives me. Oh, so, yeah. yes. My final, final answer. Locking it in. Okay. So... That was our game. So that's another thing that we're going to start doing is every episode we're going to end with a game of sorts. Some of these games might very well get repeated oh, because yeah. there's not that many games that we can play. That one's um, going to get repeated, definitely. But this one, well, right, with the book tropes and mm -hmm. lovers, lovers to friends to lovers. Um, so that just felt right. So we might do different versions of this game. We could do sparring partner. Um, I don't know. We could do different versions, but um, yeah, if you have different versions you would like us to do, comment. Um, but yeah, that was that's our episode, guys. Um, um, I don't know what we're gonna do next week, so we're gonna figure that out. Surprise! Um, we'll figure that out later. We might have a guest on next week. I really wanted to do a few more episodes before we have a guest, but maybe we'll do a guest. I don't know. But yes, so thank you guys for listening to episode two, if you made it this far. Um, and thank you guys for listening to episode one, if you did. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. 
give us five stars. And then if you would like to follow us on Instagram, um, Instagram and TikTok are both at family fiction podcast, no spaces, no special characters, um, both Instagram and podcasts. And on both, we are recording this on a video. We're not doing YouTube yet. We might in the future. Um, but on our Instagram and TikTok, we will be posting clips and stuff from the episode. So check those out. Um, if you would like to follow us on our personal socials, I am at Carmen's underscore. No, I said that incorrect. I'm at Carmen's dot corner. Corner is spelled with a K. So K-A-R-M-E-N-S dot K-O-R-N-E-R on both Instagram and TikTok. And Hallie, your personal socials are? Um, if you want to follow me on TikTok, I tend to do a lot of anime content and manga content. If you're into that, it is Hallie's Anime Corner. So there are some little special things, but I can't remember what they are. <laughs> I think yours is Hallie's underscore Anime Corner. Anime dot corner anime oh period. Corner. If you type in Hallie's Anime Corner, it pulls it up because I I did do that. With yes, no so it is. Hallie's Anime Corner, H-A-L-L-I-E. So go ahead and give me a follow if you want to see some anime content. And I may do a few book content here and there. Yes. And my Instagram and TikTok are Bookstagram and BookTok. So if you like books, obviously yes. you're, that's why you're here. And you can give us a follow on this. So yeah, um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, if you have anything you would like to see discussed in the future or any ideas you might have for us just go ahead and put them in the comments and yeah we will see you guys next time see you guys later bye bye